Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending February 14th, 2020. I'm Brian Yadow, and I'm joined today by Russell Investments Senior Portfolio Manager, Megan Roach. Megan, good morning. Hi, good morning. Uh, so we have a few things to talk about this morning. Um, it's been a few weeks since the coronavirus first hit the global headlines, but there continues to be a lot of development. So we'll want to see, we'll want to hear some updates on what developments have been. Uh, second, uh, it's been a little light in macroeconomic data this week, but we have had some data come out in Europe, and we had Fed Chairman Jerome Powell speak to to Congress. So we'll want your comments around his testimony. Uh, and finally, as we're wrapping up earnings season. Uh, we'll want to get an update on uh, how corporate earnings have gone. So uh, let's start with the first topic. Okay. Uh, have there been any key developments with coronavirus and how are markets responding? Sure. So it's been a little bit of a hectic week with coronavirus. I think coming in from last week, people were hoping that we'd reached a point of stabilization in terms of the outbreak uh, and that hopefully Asian businesses would be able to get back to more normal operations and, and people returning to work. Unfortunately, we had a little bit of a shock uh, in the headlines yesterday morning with a new diagnosis methodology that added an additional 15,000 cases. Uh, So that takes the global uh, worldwide outbreak level of infection to over 65,000 people. So that was a little hard to digest yesterday. Markets sold off a a small amount, but frankly recovered throughout the day and and are ending the week on a positive note. I think investors at this point are really trying to weigh how long-lasting and negative the economic impact will be with what the expectation is that there will be quite a bit of fiscal and monetary stimulus from many countries around the world, really in an effort to reduce the magnitude and duration of the economic impact from this outbreak. So how successful that collective stimulus is, is what will be studying over the the next weeks and months. Okay. Uh, Shifting gears, uh, let's talk about macroeconomic data. I know that there's been some in Europe. So any any key highlights to point out there or or any comments around uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's testimony? Sure. So as you said, it's been a relatively light week. There were a couple data points out of Europe. Uh, The GDP for the UK came out for the fourth quarter, came in at zero. Uh, For the Eurozone industrial production, the expectation was that there would be a decline in December of 1.6%. The number came in at negative 2.1%. So neither of those were particularly positive uh, from Europe this week. On the U.S. side, we had the two primary measures of inflation be released, and those both continued to paint the picture of very muted pricing pressure within the domestic economy. For 2019 overall, the inflation number for the U.S. Is, looks to be about 1.6 percent, and that does fall short of the Fed's 2 percent target that we've been talking about for some time. As you mentioned, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell did testify uh, in front of Congress. It's a semi-annual schedule, uh, and so people were very interested in what he would be saying about the coronavirus and the committee's response to that. The main note was that they'll be looking for how much the disruption in China spills over into the global economy. So we've been talking for the last couple of months on Market Week and Review about uh, the expectation that after three Fed cuts, uh, interest rate cuts in 2019, that the Fed would be on hold for 2020 and that it was a pretty high hurdle for them to take any additional action, hiking or cutting. At this point, that still is our base case that the Fed will be on hold for this year. But between the coronavirus, uh, the muted inflation, and they do a strategic review in June, uh, that maybe there's a possibility that uh, a cut could be more likely in 2020 than we had originally thought. But for now, the base case is that they'll be on hold. And to wrap things up, as we're now at the tail end of earnings season, uh, what are your key takeaways uh, that you've heard from corporate earnings? and, And how should investors be thinking about their portfolios? 
close. Right. So we're wrapping up with U.S. large cap earnings uh, for the quarter. Over 85% have now reported. So it's generally come in pretty positive um, and beat expectations. Some areas of strength have been in financials, utilities, healthcare, and technology. Uh, On the weaker side, where there's still negative growth, is happening on the industrials and energy sectors, which makes sense given the manufacturing slowdown that we had in the back half of 2019. Uh, The energy sector in particular had kind of a rough week um, between those earnings reports as well as the coronavirus being expected to impact global uh, demand quite negatively. Uh, That will result in a surplus, and that's in spite of production cuts that have already happened uh, from OPEC and its partners on oil supply. Uh, Overseas, we've started to have some more notable reports. This week, Alibaba reported they did beat on expectations, uh, but the stock sold off a little bit on the day because, again, people are very interested in what they might have to say about the Chinese consumer and the impact of the virus. Um, As you would expect, there was some foreshadowing of of a negative impact. I think some of the key areas that won't surprise investors uh, for a negative impact would be things like cars and travel and restaurants with millions of people quarantined at home. Those are areas where there's going to be a little less spending in the near term. So with all of that said, I will end on a more positive note. Global equity markets were up for the week, about a percent, uh, and led by Chinese and Asian markets. So uh, investors are trying to look through this. It's clearly been devastating on the humanitarian side. On the economic side, investors are trying to gauge how transitory this will be and how soon a recovery might be available in 2020. Great. Thanks, Megan. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But as always, we appreciate your insights. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on Market Week in Review.